0: From youth age, it's my passion of the game and uh, I want to play at that time when I was a kid and I grew up. I I do love to coach and I think uh, I like to promote the sport and I always have a good vision to see how can we grow better players, how can we have top level players.
1: your serve's power. Join our academy and dominate the court. Spots filling up fast. Enroll now.
0: Welcome to the Silicon Valley Tennis Show. I will be right back. On to everyone, another inside full Silicon Valley podcast episode. I am hosting today uh, myself, Francisco Ruiz, and we have an amazing special guest join us, Jorge Quero. He is the founder of Falcon Track Club and wealth experience in athletic coaching and performance. Sit back, relax and prepare to be enlightened and embark a journey of discovering with Jorge Quero and laid back and ready, we will be back.
1: Unleash your serve's power. Join our academy and dominate the court. Spots filling up fast and roll now. You close the door.
0: Good morning, Jorge. Good morning. Tell me how you're doing in your area. How this week, are you preparing for the great athletes that you coach? Yes,
1: it's going to be a tough week. Uh, with rain, uh, the only difference with rain is that you need to use a little bit uh, different outfit, uh-huh, raincoat, and, uh, uh, and be ready because we will run. Whatever the weather condition is, we will run.
0: Wow, wow, that, 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 I love it. I love it. You know, one of the greatest things I think about you, you coaching is how to make players react faster, these 100 meters, these 400 meters. And, and I'm always, that's why so many times when I talk to you, I want to learn more about the things. How can I improve players? And, and I think this kind of show will help parents to understand. The sport that I coach, tennis, is very good. But people like you, they they are making players faster reacting in the first 10 meters, 20 meters, uh, 100 meters. Explain to me a little bit what is the most important of this. How do you train all these players in the 100 meters first? Uh,
1: First of all, uh one of the the philosophies of the club is that we are going to work really hard in the running in the running technique there is a there is advantages if you have good mechanics as as well as any other sport if you have good mechanics Mm -hmm. your your speed is going to increase uh if your speed increase your quickness is going to be better Uh because sometimes people get confused between quick and fast. Mm -hmm. So speed and reaction Uh in, in 100 meters, it's very important the way that you start, because uh, as you, as you know, when you start in a in a track and field competition, you start with the son of the gun. The son of the gun is a bang, B, N, and G. If you start in the G, everybody's gonna be ahead of you. So you are gonna lose the race. But if you start in the B, you are gonna be ahead with the fastest kids. So the reaction wow. is one of the most important parts in the in the 100 meters, because if you if your reaction is more than three tenths of a second, uh, when you are in a business, that the hundreds of a second, they are uh, accountable. <laughs> so your start your reaction to the gun is the most important part
0: so, that's so how can said, i do this in tennis wait 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 how can i put this in tennis you are tennis player i and i love you say when you start with an a day how can you start because if not you will be late like, give uh, me more help with have, that we have different
1: games for example sometimes i put the kids Uh uh-huh to be in their knees Uh uh-huh and try to make a kind of a push-up uh-huh and when they're close to the close to the floor they need to clap and back (laughs) before they face wow the land face on the ground Uh uh-huh so and one of the things that I have I have two pieces of wood that I clap uh-huh. The clap nice. is similar than than the bang. So and I and I put the kids getting closer and closer and closer, but be able to make a push up, a push up and clap and react. The reaction is the most important part. The other thing like that it. we play is we play we play with the hand. So I'm gonna clap, you're gonna have your hands in between. And I'm going to try to hit you. I'm going to try to hit you. And you need to release your hands. Uh-huh. And that teaches the reaction. Uh-huh. Because the kid that has the, the hands in the middle has the eyes closed. When I clap in the back, uh-huh, somebody is going to try to catch you. So your reaction needs to be instantaneous with
0: your eyes closed uh-huh i remember that game when i was a kid i remember that game was a kid keep going i love it exactly
1: so all those all those kind of things help help a lot with the with the reaction uh-huh the human being uh-huh let's compare a horse or a cheetah against a human being uh-huh Why a horse, why a chira? Because those are the two animals that have the fastest reaction in the animal kingdom. Uh Those guys are under one tenth of a second. Human beings, we are in between, in three tenths of a second. That's the normal reaction, the average reaction. Mm -hmm. So lately in the Olympic games, they had to adjust because there was a rule that they, when the gun goes off, to the time that the athlete moved the foot from the from the starting blocks, mm-hmm, used to be like a three point five tenths of a second. Uh-huh, but they they trained the kids. Now the the kids are 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 reacting. On, their three ten, on, on the three tenths of a second. So some guys that are reacting in 2.2, 2.1 tenths of a second. So it's crazy. It's nice.
0: 21
1: hundredths of a second. It, it's unbelievable. And you have to understand wow. that two tenths of a second is the time that you use to blink, blink your eyes. That's wow. the reason that in old times they said, took a blink of your eyes. Yes, it's two tenths of a second. That's the time that you use to blink your eyes. That means that you can blink
0: your eyes five times in one second. Wow. Wow. I imagine this.
1: (laughs) So and for for us that we are in the in the in the track and field, in the speed business for us, uh-huh. and that's one of the things that I teach my kids. If you run the 100 meters in 11 seconds, that is very fast. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. But you have a very good reaction at the beginning. When you finish the race, just let me answer, answer, answer me this question. What sounds better, 11 seconds or 10.98?
0: 1098. Uh, 1098
1: 1098 sounds better of course sounds better because in that moment and I told that to one of my fastest kids uh-huh, that he used to run the 100 meters in 107 mm-hmm. when he when he ran on the under on the 11 seconds I told him welcome to the 10 seconds club <laughs> that is a different club
0: I love it
1: so wow. uh, the day that the day that he ran 10 nine, he talk, he came and told me, coach, we are in the same <laughs> club. And I said, no, no no, no, no. you're in the 10 nine club. I'm in the 10 four club. That is a different it's a different perspective. And it's only five wow. tenths of a second, but it's two different clubs. Uh-huh. So, when you are at, you are talking about the speed, there is different perspectives. Mm-hmm. For example, uh, let's talk about uh, sprinters with uh, stronger sprinters that they run 400 meters. 400 meters is one lap at full speed to a track stadium. Uh-huh. For example, the average, the average, very good time in high schools in the nation, you're talking about that they are 47.5 seconds. Uh-huh. That's a, the, the time. huh. And you go to college and those same guys, mm-hmm, thank you, that's a, to make a lap around that. The co- The college kids they run the same distance at 45 seconds that is two seconds faster and then you go to the olympians and they run the same distance at 44 43 so people says oh come on one second oh yeah one second in track language one second could be like a 10 steps that's speed wow and i'm talking and I'm talking about that that the, in one second you make ten steps, and every and every stride that you make is equal seven feet. Wow! So if you made the mat, huh, you can tell. Oh, come on, the other guy only run half second faster than me. Yeah, but if you multiply that, the guy was like uh, twenty feet ahead of you.
0: Let me let me stop you a little bit because maybe. Tennis parents that will say, "So what? Is Coach Francisco is doing with Jorge asking all these questions." I believe it's the same situation in the tennis players. You talking two, three steps in ahead to get to the reaction of the ball, making sure the kid is getting there on time and hitting in the good position, balance to create the difference between attacking shot, consistent shot, defending shot. That is, uh, I, I think, parents need to learn and understand how important it is to have coaches like you to develop the speed of the kid <laughs> to learn more than this that is yeah. impressive i i really think it's impressive to do something like that you know yeah I can it's, it's important that to I... learn a lot i like it keep going keep going okay. I, i'm excited about this
1: yeah. i'm gonna tell you something regarding the same the same point that you, that you just mentioned is for example in tennis that 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 i love tennis and I used to play, the difference is if you arrive on time, as you well said, you attack the ball. If you arrive late, you defend yourself and the shot that you're going to pass is going to be weak instead to be aggressive, good hit. Uh For example, in soccer, if somebody make a pass to you uh and you arrive late to the ball, you are not going to score a goal. There is no way. In in, Amer- in football, if somebody make a pass and you are not there, could be an interception. You're going to lose the game. So speed in any sport is key. Because when you play... Uh, uh, Group, group sports, you depend of your speed because somebody's trying to give you a pass. Uh-huh. And if you are not there, the other, the other team is going to take the ball or it's going to take control of the game. In tennis, it's a good shot or a weak shot. Uh-huh. In track, to be the first. Chippy, I cannot last?
0: hear anything.
1: Okay, sorry. Now you can hear me now. You can hear me now? I can hear you very well, Francisco.
0: You can hear me now? Okay, I can hear you now, very good. Very good, now, okay. ready. Uh-huh. So my point
1: is that in most of the cases, uh, let's talk about uh, college recruiting coaches i'm go- i'm going to pay attention to the speed different factors but one of the one of the things is if the kid moves fast if the kid is uh, is aggressive if you're aggressive you are quick if you are quick there is a big chance that you are fast uh-huh. so the mechanics the biomechanics if if you have good biomechanics there is a big possibility that uh, you're a good athlete and if you're a good athlete the chances that you are fast are big as well so it's kind of everything is linked Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so if your reaction is good it's because you are paying attention you are concentrated in tennis concentration it's the most important part in order to be quick you need to be alert you need to run fast you need to be ready on time to, to serve the ball back. I don't know if I've explained myself.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I so like it, I like it, I think I go back.
1: Mm-hmm. That's what we teach, uh-huh. There is techniques to for reaction, there is techniques to start running fast, for example, There are kids that think that if they make big steps at the beginning, they they are going to be fast. Reaction means quick feet. That I remember that from you, Francisco, quick feet. If you have Uh quick feet at the beginning, uh little by little, you make your strides longer, you are going to arrive on time. But if you make long strides, you're gonna be slow at the beginning so you need to be quick and then fast don't try to be I, fast and then quick uh no doesn't work like that quickness
0: quickness speed. speed. very good very good okay I, I think parents, parents, and go back again coaches tennis coaches so many things that you hire people like you to develop their quickness, quickness of their players, because I I do remember hands, arm has something to do with the running, and I see many tennis players they don't know how to move their hands, they don't know how to have the quick explosion with the racket and from to make the rotation uh like you say the the just the woods. that i love it i'm gonna use it today in my training with the players how do you think people can contact you to see people like you to come to see you be a consultant for them and making it stronger and something that i need which is reaction where where are you located again? I'm. Uh,
1: we're in Pleasanton, California.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is
1: uh, in the intersection between five eighty and six eighty.
0: Perfect. Okay, parents. I think this is something very good. Uh, like always, I say, drive thirty minutes, forty minutes to see a great coach. It's not that far, you know. I I do remember people come. From all over the world to now to Silicon Valley where we are located, and I used to take my kids to Santa Cruz. But this is not only for tennis players. I think for soccer players, for any kind of player that looking for a quick steps, that that's what we need. Uh, you should be contact Jorge. Jorge, let me ask you a couple more questions about what what do we need to teach the parents and this how parents can get involved in making the kid react faster because this i like that way reaction how can you involve parents to understand what is the reaction for a children for a high school kid even for a pro level player how can you integrate that to parents
1: uh, there is a game that helps a lot too. That is, goes to the academic side Uh to make uh, mental mathematical operations quick, easy ones, Uh like how much is 5 times 7 times 100, how much is 2 times fourteen, two twenty times 28, and do it mental, work the mind, the mind needs to be quick. The kids need to be alert. Uh huh. Use claps for reaction. Uh huh. Put it a, a, a like a towel, hang in a towel. And when I clap once, you you grab the towel. When I when I clap twice, you grab the towel. You do push-ups. <laughs> and I'm wow. not talking about hundred push-ups. I'm not talking about hundred push-ups. I'm talking about two, two, one. Push-ups. The kids need to uh, start training their minds
0: to have a better reaction. Mm-hmm. In what you age? Know, in the- what age can you start that? In what age?
1: Uh, I think uh, at the youngest guys that we have, they are six years old.
0: Mm-hmm. Very good. And we,
1: and we teach that, and uh, and most of the time we made that to create a fun uh, environment uh for the kids to come and have fun. fun. Because one of the things that we cannot forget, Francisco, is is one of the things that I keep telling my athletes. This is Olympic Games. Games. Uh When, When you go to practice, it's a game. Don't forget that to do a sport is a game, it's for fun. Olympic games, don't forget never that because this is for fun, this is a
0: game. This is great. I think this is another situation um, psychological thing, games, I, I think players in, 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 they, in any sport, they get tight. They don't know how to breathe. They don't know how mm-hmm. to learn to relax. And, and I think many of these times coming from the day before, some players to day day uh, they try to prepare mentally already overnight, but they don't see the consequence. Parents already stress. They're already putting pressure into the kid the day before on the match, on the race, you have to win, you have to do this but if the parents in this situation lay back a little bit and let to have a game and enjoy the great process the day before if the kid will be more relaxed into the match i think players or good athletes they should be prepared mentally but over stress them is no good because they feel the pressure so much before and in the match. I I think this is something, what you say, game. I love it. I love the idea about the games. And I think parents, tell me, tell me, tell me.
1: Yeah, sorry, I'm gonna interrupt you because I have a a short story. Uh, Years ago, a mom uh, arrived with uh, her son and basically the mom was dragging the kid to practice. The kid arrived crying, and I said, what's happening? And the mom is, he wants to quit? And I said, okay, let me talk with him. So I talked with the kid. I said, I don't want to be here. I'm not having fun. And I said, okay, let's do two things. Thing number one is in order for you to come down, you are going to run one lap around the stadium. After that, we're going to talk. You need to settle down. So the kid ran the lap, came back, we talked, and I said, okay, you're free to quit if from the stadium to the family car. I told him, if you beat coach going from the stadium to the car, you are free to quit. But if coach that is a lot, a lot, lot older than you beat you, you are gonna come back tomorrow. Not today, but just tomorrow. So the kid thought that the, the old coach cannot run. And I and, and we run, we sprint all the way to the parking lot. I arrived first. I turned to the kid and I said, see you tomorrow. Next day the kid came because he was ready to play with coach. That was it.
0: He came back. I love that work. I love that one. Ready to play with the coach, ready to engage with the coach, with the with the sensitivity and emotion with a coach. I think what a coach is so important for players. I think we are role models for many of them. Uh, you become to be, for many of them, maybe the, the family. Yes. i I think we need to understand that piece wow yes Yes. this is uh, i I love that story i'm gonna use that story with my players making sure i'm able to to do it i would say i might ace you i might run i cannot run that much anymore my body is giving up a lot but little by little bit that is stronger what did you do in the difference between 100 meters and 400 meters what
1: is the difference? Uh, is the, as, as I call and I and I as I call and I tell the kids is the upper box. If you, if your head if your brain if your mind is in a good place, the difference to short race and a long race is similar than a, a short tennis game or a long tennis game mm-hmm so it's concentration keep your mind on the game uh-huh if you keep the mind on the game the chances to to win are way bigger than if you start quitting mentally if you quit mentally that's it that's it you are not gonna win mm-hmm. for example I I'm gonna I keep telling my athletes the sport, that where you need the best physical condition i think number one is boxing but i think number two is tennis and tennis is for one reason you know at what time you're going to start but you do not know at what time you're going to finish
0: yes yes uh, right now when you say the mental things i i have something new Uh, the, the way I express them, you now with people, you know, fighting with one more extra player. And, they are, and the many times the players say, what do you mean with three people? So first, you're fighting with yourself. That's number one. Number one, you're fighting with your That's number two. And the third one, you're fighting that you are losing and the pressure mentally goes into your brains and you have to change it you cannot fight with yourself you can fight with the opponent you have to be mentally prepared to get into the next point let's get it over and play the next point and and the mental thing i see mental in the sport tell me more about mental i i i I really care always how can we help players to be mental how can we teach them or, or, or maybe given tools to be mental better. Uh, how, how can you do these things?
1: For example, there's times that we train that I, I make some, maybe one, maybe twi- twice a week. Most of the time it's only once. I made a very, very, very intense and hard practice. And I made that on purpose for the kids to start making mistakes. Mm-hmm. When the kids are tired, that means the track athletes are very tired. they start making mistakes in, in the running technique, in, in the, in the number of strides that they need to make in, in some parts of the track.
0: Uh,
1: uh-huh. and they have to repeat that over and over and over. No, in order not in order to punish them, no, in order that they learn that when they are tired, they are gonna make mistakes. Not only them, everybody, any human being, when they are tired, they make we make mistakes. We make yes. a lot of mistakes. Even in even in the school, if you don't have a good sleep, maybe you are gonna fail the next day in the test. Uh-huh. So In the game is the same, you need to rest, you need to be concentrated, and if you made mistake, the best stop, and you know this better than me, Francisco, is short memory. You're gonna make a mistake, turn the page, turn the page, nothing happened. You cannot fix the the past, fix the future.
0: Yes, yes. You know, I I think now in, in my coaching, 80% 80% of the times 80 you will play bad in the sport you will play bad 80% of the times uh, maybe some percentage you will play good but the majority of times we need to understand in the game you have to know what your opponent is doing you have to figure out how can you start attacking the ball figure out if you are quick enough figure out How can you make a difference to your opponent? People don't understand the 80% of the times in tennis, you will play bad. Maybe 1% if you play very good, and the other 19%, it has to do about the weather, about how the the other guy is hitting the ball back to you. If it's adding more spin, the strategy, uh, talking about strategy do you guys use a strategy in your sport oh yes yes All right
1: it's uh, tell me of course of course we use for example there is no human being in the world including including usain bolt the fastest guy in the earth nobody can run the 100 meters at full speed no, okay. no no there is a, there is a strategy in the race what the, there is three phases the first phase is the 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 reaction the first the first 10 steps then the second phase is the the first 60 meters and the third phase is the last 40 meters there is a there is a there is a technique if if kids miss that they're going to finish last place because they're gonna be terrible, terrible tire. You have to understand that in a hundred meters, the sprinters drain, drain their bodies in 11 seconds. In 11 seconds, they release all the energy from their bodies. So everybody says, oh, come on, hundred meters. No, it's the hundred meters of your life. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, wow. after, 10 sec- after 10 seconds, you're going to be so tired that you cannot
0: move. Very good. I, you, you motivated me for my lessons today. What am <laughs> I going to do with the top? I have top two good players uh, coming today. I'm going to be doing something like that. Reaction. I'm going to go into my woods. I'm going to go into the towel. I'm going to go make sure they're going to the knees. Uh, I will get the videos for that because I'm gonna implement that in the tennis courts or this agility. Besides the running, what do you guys do? They do weight way, weightlifting, way rubber bands. How yes. the preparation in that? We have, for example,
1: for our high school team, we lift twice a week, uh-huh. and we we go hard. Means high schoolers they start living hard, but don't forget, they are not body lifters. No, they are athletes. They are going to be strong. They are going to lift the, the muscles that they are going to move. For example, my athletes, that they move the arms, that is the most important part. They, they do arm swings with three pounds. But if you run, I'm going to tell you, if you run one mile with three pounds in each arm, you're gonna die. You're gonna die. Your arms are gonna be crushed. And it's only six pounds. And everybody says, ah, oh, come on, coach, six pounds. Six pounds. And when they do the drills that we do in the in the in the lifting room, they they cannot, they can barely clean their faces because the arms are like noodles, dead, completely dead. So we find exercises that they help, like a. Stretching with the bands, stretch the hamstrings, that is one of the, the, the worst muscles in the body from my point of view. Mm-hmm. Uh, the quads, that, they, that you need a strong quads for a big acceleration. Mm-hmm. You need a strong arms for two reasons. I'm going to tell you in track, there is two rules, main rules. Your, your arms never ever are going to be as strong as your legs that's rule number one rule number two is your legs never ever gonna be as fast as your arms wow period the fastest part of your body is your arms because you have control of your
0: arms that means you that means what that means you have to move your arms faster than your legs all the time.
1: It's going to happen. It's normal. The point is to your legs need to catch up with your arms. That's, that's how we train because to move the arms fast, anybody can do it. To catch up because if not the kids it's when they fell down <laughs> because they're moving uh-huh. the arms, but, but not the legs. Uh-huh. Okay. That's when the reason says, oh, I trip coach. No, your legs quit on you. It's very simple.
0: Nice, nice. I like it. I like it. What can kind of the jumping exercise you guys do? They do any jumping, Pedometrics? bow biomechanics movements. What do you guys do? Uh
1: we do a lot of jumping rope. Uh-huh. Okay. We jump, we jump out of the we jump out of the ankle. Uh huh. We don't bend when the kids practice jumping. They don't bend the knees. If you have a strong, if you have a strong ankles, you are fast. If you have weak ankles, you are slow. Final. So jumping, but not bending the knees. Jumping, jumping with the power of your ankles. Jumping, Shit. jumping, jumping. Uh huh. Jumping, jumping in a squat position. Jumping sideways with both, okay. but no shuffle. Jumping both feet same time, but back, forward, backwards, sideways. Uh huh. But without bending the knees, straight legs, straight legs, straight legs, straight legs, straight legs, and using the
0: power of the arms. Okay. I like it. I like that idea too. That's another thing I'm going to be checking it out today. For that, example, that... Is,
1: I have a, I have a, a large team, uh huh, and we we jump rope we, we jump rope without the without the jumping rope, so they jump in place. Uh-huh. And they made the same drill as the boxers. They jump three minutes nonstop. They wow, one minute, and they jump. Again, three, one, three, four times, sets of four. Sets of when four, that, so Yeah, good. four times, three minutes, times one minute rest.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh, I like so it, I like it. the
1: idea. When, that, when the kids finish, they are dripping sweat.
0: That's
1: a, that's a tough exercise, but that creates strong ankles good physical condition and they learn to breathe because there's another thing that makes me crazy. People does not know how to breathe correctly.
0: Okay. Yeah, like a tennis player. Explain to me more about that one. Tell me more about the breathing. The thing is if you breathe
1: only through your nose, you have a limit because this is volume. Goes to your nose. It's a it's a volume, you have a limit. But if you you expand your chest, for example, there are kids that breathe here, like a panting. When you breathe in your diaphragm, you expand your lungs because your diaphragm expands your lungs. So when you run or you make a bigger exercise, Use nose and mouth to breathe and have the most volume of oxygen possible in your lungs.
0: Nice, nice. I like it. It's good idea to learn all these techniques for coaches to understand. So many times I see tennis players; they are already twenty minutes hitting the ball, they are not in a sweat. And they are not tired, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's because they don't know how to breathe. They don't know how or to expand their lungs. They don't know exactly. how to do that. Is it's a very good lesson to learn, you know,
1: yeah. Francisco? Years ago, uh, a person that I know, he's a a, a trumpet. She plays trump a trumpet. And you know, when you play a, 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 a trombone, an a oboe, a trumpet, a flute, you really need to breathe because you blow long time. So he came and gave us a, a, a breathing techniques to increase your lung capacity. Mm-hmm. So if you, okay. if you know somebody, if you know a, a musician in your area,
0: uh-huh. go and
1: do it. They're gonna help you a lot.
0: You, you know about boxing. You used to do box. I remember, when you used and things like that. How do you implement boxing, that like you say, because that exercise of three minutes, four times, what else do you implement in boxing short steps into prefer- performance athletes in your expertise field? How do you do it?
1: Yeah, one of the things that I keep teaching is to have rhythm, like a dancing, like a be light on your feet. If you see a boxer, if you imagine a boxer, they have a lot of rhythm. They move easy. Uh-huh. They move their arms easy. They know what to do. They swing, they go uh-huh. because they have rhythm. They have good coordination. So I teach them a lot of rhythm, rhythm, uh-huh. rhythm, rhythm. You cannot have a tennis player that is too Steve. mechanic, needs to be flow, needs to be easy, needs to have a good rhythm. If athletes don't have a good rhythm, they are not going to jump to the to the other level.
0: That's correct. That's correct. I, I think in the sport, in tennis, people could be become to be mechanical, but they have to have rhythm in the surf, they have to have rhythm in the new ground strokes of the forehand and backhand today. They could be mechanical. They could just put it back and put it back and put it back. But the limitation is one area. They have to get bigger movement and striking zones. And everything goes with a new rhythm. Today, tennis players, they're moving so quick. This unbelievable and, and they're reacting so fast. Yep. Jorge, Jorge, in 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 this summer or oh, when is you preseason? What do you do preseason? When is you high limitation? where the players have to be good? And tennis players normally is the whole year round. Yeah, your sport goes the whole year round, or you take breaks. How do you guys work? We we have a break in
1: August. That is when uh-huh. nobody nobody competes. Uh huh. After that, we start with the cross-country season. Uh-huh. Okay. When the cross-country season is running in a parallel manner, we start preparing with technique, uh, the track athletes that they start basically in December. Okay. And they finish at the end of May. And, uh, and the, the younger ones that I call them the little dudes, the little dudes finish until the end of July
0: okay so and how many do you have players in the summer Do you have 20 players 10 players 10 trackers how do you do your summer program how do you prepare them uh, before summer or after summer that you do camps what do you do for example
1: in summer i i do technique i basically don't do conditioning Uh uh-huh okay because if if you don't prepare them to have uh, the perfect peak at the end of the season, when it's championships, uh-huh. then they can arrive to the end of the season, burn out. Uh-huh. They're ready to quit. And the point is to prepare the kids that when they arrive to championships, they are hungry to win. They are ready to win. They, they, they have good physical condition. The technique is in place. They are hungry. They are going to win. They're going to have Very good championships.
0: Mm That 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 is good because I think players in any sport they have to have a little break to improve, to get better. You know that that is important. You mentioned something else, mechanics. And people don't understand. They you don't have to run for the whole hour. You 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 train how long? You train two hours. What is your normal training? Two, two. hours daily, okay? Two hours. What is? How many times in a hundred meters? And I say hundred because it's very similar of tennis, okay? How many times do you really run in two hours the full sprint? Maybe four. Maybe four. Maybe. So how it goes? How is goes uh, the other 40 minutes or 45 minutes? Stretching, a
1: stretch, a stretch, a stretch. For example, our practices, they do laps to warm up, one, two laps to warm up. And then we do like a 30 minutes of a dynamic stretching. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dynamic stretching, dynamic stretching. You need to understand that when you have, when you run the hundred meters, the, the, stress, the stress in the body, it's <coughs> very high. If your muscles are not ready, they're gonna rip, they're gonna be injured, they're gonna have cramps, they're gonna pull a muscle, different things can happen. So after that, we start doing the sprints and sometimes we run at, uh, uh and we start increasing towards the end of the the practice. And then they run maybe during practice at 90%, 95%, never a hundred percent, never a full effort during practice. We wait that for the competition because in the competition, you have two different things. The athletes, they want to compete. They want to win because you prepared their mentally, uh-huh. uh-huh and the most important part they have adrenaline uh-huh. they are going to run faster
0: very good very good mm-hmm. there, uh, so in, it's a mix of things mm-hmm. uh, when they when they're crossing the stick what is what is that one what is the name of that one they crossing the stick and they go three times or four times when the athletes cross the, st- the stick? Um, R- relays. Relays, there you go. That is the word, relays. The relays, the how they train, because there's the same thing. It's a short distance reaction.
1: Yeah, for example, in the four by one, that is four athletes running 100 meters each. Uh-huh. And they have to pass the baton hand to hand. The technique is, The first leg starts with the baton in the right, passes to the second leg, to the left hand, so they cross. Uh The second leg runs with the baton in the left and passes to the right, and the third, to the fourth, to the left. Uh You need to understand that they finish in 40 seconds. 100 the 400 meters in 40 oh, seconds fuck. so it's it happens so fast that sometimes you don't even know you don't even see the the baton traveling around
0: uh-huh.
1: for example uh i'm gonna make and this is a commercial okay <laughs> <laughs> this, this past weekend we ran the four by 400 meters relay. The kids run a mile that is 1,600 meters, uh-huh, that is one mile. They run that in three minutes with 24 seconds. Uh-huh. Okay. We wake up yesterday being the fastest relay team in the state of California.
0: Congratulations, that is very good. That's very good.
1: But that's a yeah. that you need to train them to do that because when they finish, they were exhausted. When they realized what they did, they were jumping. So they, from exhausted to crazy, because they have so much adrenaline because they won. So they had more inside of them. Yes. Because they were very well prepared for that race, for that moment. So I use this as a commercial, but the thing is you prepare for that for that to happen. And doesn't happen from today to tomorrow. Those, those guys have been running with me for four
0: years. Wow. So that is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. It's not magic. In tennis, in soccer, there's no magic.
1: It's how many times you repeat the same.
0: No, no, this is, yeah, I agree. This is, even what you say, to run and make yourself, you became to break the record that makes an amazing potential to the kids mentally. And they will go back today to train even harder. Yes. Yeah, because
1: they're happy. They, they know what they're capable of.
0: So like for today, what did they would do this? These this athletes, they will rest. What did they do? Yesterday they ran
1: first they run 600 they they do the, all the stretching they run 6 600 meters at 75% of the speed then they run two ta- three times no two times 300 meters at 80% of the speed after that they run three times 200 at 90% of the speed and after that they run 550 meters at full
0: speed that is unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. So we almost close to close this session. Give me a three, four, five tips that we can teach coaches, parents. What do we need to do? Three, four, sure coaching tips. What would be the good ones?
1: Uh the most common <laughs> The most common thing that I keep telling my my athletes is, number one, you, and this is to the athletes, you are going to eat whatever your mother puts in front of you because mothers know everything about food. I don't know how. Uh-huh, I, don't uh-huh. know how. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So don't be a picky eater because you're an athlete. So whatever your mother puts in front of you, eat it. Uh-huh. Good. Number two, I always make a question when they arrive to the top athletes, how much water did they drink during the day? If they hesitate telling me how much, it's because they did not drink enough water.
0: Nice. I like if that. Tell,
1: if they tell you immediately half gallon, three bottles, eight bottles, is because they are telling the truth. The kids, usually they don't know how to lie. They lie because they try to protect. If they hesitate, they did not drink enough water. Mm -hmm. And every time that I send the kids, when they finish practice, I told them, get out of here as quick as possible and go and do your homework. Because in the future, you're gonna pay your bills out of your school degree okay good because the chances to be professional are small very small and those uh-huh. are the tips that i give the kids at the end of practice basically every
0: day very nice hey jorge i learned a lot from you today and in this today is a different life for me i i, I think i always learn And thank you. Thank you so much to be in the show. Thank you to introduce new ideas to the tennis players. And we will have videos. I will make sure we have videos put it today for our players, for the academy. And we will try to implement all these techniques in the tennis courts for our younger players. Uh, Thank you so much to, to be here. And any time that you're willing to step in again, let me know to introduce more about your sport and making sure we can use that in our tennis practice.
1: Happy to do it. Happy to do it. I'm happy to help. And uh, if I, if I can help in another way, I will do it. I promise.
0: Thank you. Thank you guys. I, it, it has been a learning experience today. That was wonderful. Silicon Valley is, uh, I, I think, created something new ideas today. We will implement it, like I say. And coaches, don't forget to reach us to our new Restream area broadcast, how to make our tennis players better and implement new ideas. I, we always have to learn. And I think I'm one of these coaches I've been coaching 36 years and I always learning new techniques, new tools to make our top national ranking players get better. And the most important, enjoy the game because it's only one game. For me, it's the tennis game. For Jorge, I think it's your sport. And, and again, it has been an amazing and amazing broadcast today.
1: Thank you. Thanks for the invitation, and uh, I hope uh, uh, we, can, we keep we keep the same contact that we have. And uh, if somebody has a question, I'm open
0: to I'm open to answer. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. I'll see you next week. Have a Thank wonderful you. day. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye.